Welcome back to The Brandon White Show, where we have conversations worth listening to give you an edge to win in your business and your life. I'm your host, Brandon White. Here we go. Hello, friends. Welcome to the show. Today, we're doing an episode on the benefits of using Asana. I have been using Asana, I think, since I was a teenager and working out. There wasn't a ton of science on it back then. There was always this idea that people from Finland used the sauna and they were able to fight aging, they lived longer, and they were healthier. All I know is that anytime I worked out, whether that was weightlifting or doing some sort of cardio or even after playing lacrosse or soccer, and I went into the sauna and came out, I always felt better the next day. And it's just one of those things that I just learned I felt better, so I kept doing it. Turns out that in the last decade, there has been some science on this and some larger studies on it. The good news for you is that I'm not going to go deep into these studies today. If you want to go deep, deep, deep into the science, I'm going to recommend that you go to the Huberman Lab podcast and you just Google Huberman Heat Exposure Benefits. And he has an episode that is probably a few hours long on this that goes deep into the science and how it works and all that. What I'm going to do for you today is I'm going to reference some studies and some big studies that have several thousand subjects, but we're not going to go into all the details. I'm going to tell you my experience, what I've been doing. I'm going to tell you the benefits that the science says in summary, and then we're going to go over a very short list of protocols so that you can get these benefits. And that's what we're going to do today. It's going to be easy, not in-depth. Again, if you want to go dive deeper into the science and you really care about it on a molecular level, Huberman Lab podcast would be it for you. So I got a sauna in August of 2021 for my house, but I've always been using it at the gyms I've gone to And generally, the temperatures in those have been anywhere from, I think, like 140, if I remember, to about 180, sometimes 190. It turns out that science says that the hotter, the better. I do want to say this before I start jumping in and talking about the extreme temperatures. You need to talk to your doctor before you start doing this, and you need to build up gradually to get to hotter temperatures if you choose to do that. We'll talk about the temperature, the minimum temperature that you really need to get the benefits from the heat shock proteins and all the other benefits that come along with it. But I got one for my house because we didn't have one here in Half Moon Bay and I really missed it. So I got an almost heaven Salem, which is a two person. I think they say it's a four person. It's really a two person barrel sauna. I'll put the link in the show notes. I have no affiliation with them. I just seen the barrel saunas. They were small. You can put them together at home and it would fit in my backyard. So that's what I got. I did get an extra size, the upgrade heater because I wanted it to heat up faster and I didn't want to wait. I will say this too. If you are in a place where electric is expensive, you're going to want to check when you use this. We have solar, so it's not quite quite big deal, but It does pull some energy, so just be aware of that. And also, whoever installs it, if you install it or you get someone to install it, make sure you use 
the cable or the electrical wire that is at least one gauge up, I found out the hard way. It's just a safe thing to do, especially if you're running the long distance. I was I was running about 70 feet from my electrical box to my sauna, and you just want to be careful about that and get a gauge larger, meaning thicker, so that you don't have any problems. So since I've been using it, I use it, I try to use it three to four times a week. I aim for at least an hour total exposure, and I generally do 20-minute sessions. For me, that's sort of the right time period. Sometimes I go a little bit longer, 23, but I'm doing now pretty high temperatures. Again, I do not recommend you start this and you should consult your doctor, but I have found that anything above 220 for me, the benefits are just exponential of where they are anywhere around 160, 170, 180, 190. So, and we'll talk about it in just a second, what that threshold is, but the benefits for me, I, I say this not to be exaggerating, but it turns back time. It really does. It does all sorts of things for your skin. You feel better. You recover better. I'm not sore afterwards. My inflammation is lower. And I generally just feel like a better state. And there is science around that says that it helps relax you. It helps with depression. It helps with anxiety. It helps with just relieving stress in general. So there's there's some science behind that. Let's talk about studies. There's, in the last 10 years, there's been a, a lot of people studying it specifically, and there's been some larger studies. Previous to that, the studies were very small uh, per t- uh, number of participants. I mean, we're talking like 30 or 40, which is an okay sample size, but it's not large. There was a, a recent study called Clinical Effects of Regular Dry Sauna Bathing, a Systemic Review, and that involved tracking people from two uh, studies. So it's a meta-analysis from 2000 onwards, and it has people in thousands of people that have been tracked. And those types of studies tend to be more reliable and have a higher correlation coefficient so that at least you can understand that you have a large sample size and that the benefits that they get are highly correlated to using the sauna. So let's go through some benefits. These are all backed by science. One, improved cardiovascular health. Sonic, sauna use has been linked to a lower risk of heart disease, stroke, and sudden cardiac health. Now, one of the things with this is that you could say that people who use the sauna may be healthier. So they get they have a lower risk of heart disease, stroke, and sudden cardiac death. But some of those bigger studies, they had a wide sample of people from all walks of life, and they've seen a very high correlation coefficient for improved cardiovascular health. And it does make sense because your heart rate does elevate at these temperatures. And I did a few times use my heart rate monitor when I first got it just to check it out. And I would say that if you think about their zones one to five, six at the at the highest threshold, you're going to be in two and three, depending on your current health. So you're going to get an elevated heart rate and that can improve your cardiovascular health. There's a reduced risk of dementia and Alzheimer's disease. This was really interesting and it also made me make sure that I get in here regularly. 
it, the science says that it may help to protect against cognitive decline and dementia. I will say that I feel better and I feel sharper. I, I don't know that that's directly related to the sauna per se. I do some other things like I eat healthy and uh, I do take caffeine in the morning. I do this sort of cocktail, if you will, between um, L-theanine, caffeine, and I do take creatine, which been also scientifically backed to increase brain health, among other things, including strength and larger muscle size. So there's some other things going on there, but science says reduced risk of dementia and Alzheimer's disease and that's all I need to hear to jump in there, to be honest with you. Improvements in pain and range of motion in people with arthritis and other like types of symptoms. It says that it can help reduce pain and improve joint function in people with these conditions. Here's what I can tell you. I've had three ACL reconstructions on my knee. I don't even have an ACL anymore. They told me it wasn't even worth getting another one because it's bone on bone. I use the sauna. I can visibly see that my knee is not swollen, swollen when it used to be. When I wasn't getting into the sauna on a regular basis, my knee would be swollen. Sometimes I would ice it. But with the sauna, it's just not happening. And this is after some bigger rides, meaning 50 plus miles. I can get into that sauna and I just feel good. My my can bend my knee. I have range of motion. I don't have any pain and maybe a little soreness occasionally, but nowhere near what it used to be. So that's just an example beyond just getting older and having aches and pains from all the years of doing sports and doing things like that. But I think my knee is a good indi- indication, uh, having been that many, have, having had that many surgeries and the amount of riding that I do with it, which is not direct impact, but it, when you're on your bike for three and four and five hours at a time, something, a knee that's had that many repairs or any repair or any joint that's had a repair like that, you're probably going to get some inflammation or swelling. I just don't see it. And I do see reduced pain. Other benefits, improved Improvement in depression symptoms. Now, there was one study I really dug into on this one because I was really curious. And what it showed was that regular use of sauna when compared to drugs used to fight depression, of which I have never taken, but I was very curious of this because I think we all know and hear on TV commercials and things like that, sponsored by Pfizer, sponsored by Moderna, just last night, I was—I think I was—we uh, were—I was watching the Warriors game, and this is like this Moderna commercial for four minutes. So I'm always curious about the promotion of using drugs and some other natural abilities. Sometimes drugs do work, and you do need them. But the science on this says that it can improve depression, and the outcome is better than the use of drugs to fight that. So take that for what it's worth. But yeah, I can tell you this, it'll definitely make you feel better and it's worth trying because being on those drugs isn't always good for other parts of your bodies. Reduced risk of developing psychosis. This was interesting. Um, I actually went back to this paragraph because I was like, what? 
did it, are they saying that sauna causes that? And they said, no, it actually can reduce the symptoms, which it makes sense if it's reducing suppression, uh, depression. The chemicals that are getting released when you're in the sauna are, are heat shock proteins, which as you get older, you don't have as many. And that these proteins aid in the repair of your cells. And it just, the heat induced environment shocks your body into releasing these. And that's why you're getting all of these really healthy cells. Like I said, I'm not going to go deep into the science and I don't know it. I'm not a scientist, so I don't know it that deeply. I did listen to a ton of podcasts and read these studies, but the important thing is, is that it releases these things in your body that helps repair your body and make you feel better. Improved skin health. It can improve skin elasticity and reduce the appearance of wrinkles. I don't know. I'm not that old, but I think it works. I've had a lot of sun exposure in my life from fishing all those years that I did fishing and ran the fishing site. I think I was fishing 200 days a year. And it's just even using sunscreen and using shirts, believe it or not, shirts are about SPF 30, some of them. So when you're out there on the flats and you're fishing for seven hours in a day, you're going to get sun exposure through your clothing. So for me, uh, I think my skin feels better. It looks better. And I don't know how it can't when you're sweating out all those oils and things like that. Weight loss. It may help promote weight loss by increasing sweating and boosting metabolism. That makes sense. Don't be fooled though. You are going to lose weight when you get out of that sauna. And that is not always fat. If you're doing prolonged sessions, which I hope you're doing it in a safe manner, you're probably going to lose fat because if your body, your heart rate is in zone two or three, that's going to burn fat, especially zone two is a fat burning zone where you're not using as many carbohydrates and you're using fat to do that. So you, you could burn fat, but just don't think that the water loss is equivalent to real weight loss in the sense that you're reducing body fat. Over time, I think it absolutely does do that. It's very hard for me to tell you that it does it for me, mainly because I'm lifting weights four days a week and I'm riding my bike anywhere from 100 to 150 or over miles a week. So these other things are, and I eat healthy, so that is really what is keeping my weight or body fat down. But it, it definitely can help and if you don't do anything and you jump in the sauna, burning some calories at the end of the day is not a bad thing. And weight loss, make no mistake, is all about the reduction of calories. And people can argue with that. And there's some nuances about what your body, how your body burns and metabolizes different things, different fats, different carbohydrates, like simple and complex. But there's also studies and examples where people have eaten McDonald's and still lost weight over, I saw a guy who did this study and he tracked everything. And yes, he ate McDonald's, but he never went over, he actually was in a deficit calorie wise. Is that healthy? No, it's probably not healthy to have all that stuff, I'm calling it, in your body from eating McDonald's. However, it is net effect of your, or net, net, deficit from calories every day that's going to help you lose weight. So that's all to say it can help you lose weight. Just don't be fooled and get off the scale and 
think, oh my God, I lost three pounds. You could easily lose three pounds of water. In fact, you should be replacing that water and figure out how to take a glass of water in there if you don't take a break. And the last benefit that science says is relaxation and stress relief. It can be relaxing and uh, a very soothing experience. It is for me, it does pass a point when you get to the extreme temperatures where you're suffering a little bit and that's okay. I think that creates some resilience. It's sort of like cold plunging some people, same thing. Um, But it's super relaxing and you're going to be super relaxed when you come out of there. If you do it before you go to bed, it's like you sleep like a baby. It's pretty amazing. Let's move on. So that's the benefits of, of the sauna. Let's go on to protocol. This is the down and dirty protocol of what the science says will get you these types of benefits that we just went over. Sauna needs to be 176 degrees plus Fahrenheit. That sounds hot. It can be hot if you're not used to it. Do not start at that temperature. Work your way up. I would say, uh, I know my wife started. She went from about 120 to 140, stayed at 140 for a bit, then went to 160, 180. And for her, that's really her tolerance there. Get to 180, it starts to get really hot. But you want to hit that 176 plus eventually as you as you continue to do sauna bathing so that you can release these hot heat shock proteins and get these benefits. 11 to 30 minutes per session is totally fine. I, like I said, I'm normally doing 20. Here recently, I've been doing like 23. I, I am doing hotter temperatures uh, at 120 to 130 degrees. And I've just found that the effect for me is, is I don't know how many times. It, it's exponential. It, I'll say it's exponential. It's three to five times the benefit of what I was getting at 175, 180. And I can't explain it. And we're all different. You could do 180 degrees or 176 degrees on the nose and get the benefits and not worry about it. But this is this is what the study's saying. For me, I just feel so much better. You want to get 57 minutes per week total. So you could do uh, five or six, 11, 12, 13 minutes. You could do two, 30 minutes. I'm doing three to four, 20 minutes, and I'm getting that in. And that's what the all of the studies that have that are out there say. And some people, when I've talked to them, have said, oh, well, the infrared sauna is the same. The infrared sauna is not the same. And the traditional sauna has, the science so far shows that it's a better uh, form of sauna bathing. So the traditional sauna, which is the finished dry heat. Even in the dry heat in the sauna that I have, you can put water on the rocks that does increase the humidity and it's almost instant heat coming off of those rocks. I like the dry heat, the humidity in my sauna here in Half Moon Bay, believe it or not, even though the temperatures are small, we have really high humidity level, but it's so much different than the East Coast. When I lived on the East Coast and you had 80, 90% humidity, it just felt terrible and it was because it was hot. Here in Half Moon Bay, it's generally anywhere from 48, 68 at a high, 68 degrees would be high. And uh, so we have high humidity. 
And with that, when I'm in the sauna, it gets down to about 20%. If you put water on, it's obviously going to get higher. It's going to feel hotter for you. So uh, I just mentioned that because you a traditional sauna is dry heat, and I like the dry heat, but you can put some water on those rocks. That is not a, a statement that should be uh, taken to apply to all saunas. Make sure that that heater in the sauna that you are in can handle water and is meant for heat, for water so that you don't have an electrical explosion in there. Like I said, I have an almost heaven sauna with a Havana heater and it is meant to pour water on the rocks. I don't have a lot of information on infrared. I know that that it some people swear by them. Uh, if I had my choice and I was going to buy a sauna for my house, I would definitely get the traditional sauna. And that's it for sauna bathing. Overall, I say I highly recommend that you try it if you have access to one, if you can afford one. I'll, I'll give you a hot tip. I got my almost uh, heaven sauna on sale and they go on sale at Costco. So you can go online at Costco and get them. And also on the website, like I said, I've got no financial interest or anything in these. Not, not don't even have an affiliate program, but it's just been really good. And a lot of people who have the barrel sauna just love them because they're easy to put together. They're not really big, uh, so they can fit in almost anywhere in a small yard or anything like that. And yeah, check Costco occasionally for one. You can get you easily get one for under four four thousand dollars, maybe even three thousand and some change. And that, that's a little bit expensive, but for something that you're going to use all the time and that has such great benefits, I highly recommend it. If this is your first episode please hit follow so that you don't miss any other shows. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you soon.